Welcome to the Mean Green Show. Welcome to the Mean Green Show. What up, what up, what up? What's freaking up, Jared? What's going on? Don't leave me hanging, bro. Don't leave me hanging. How no. was your weekend? It's good. Good. Enjoyed what, it. What you do? I watched some football all football. weekend, man. The Did, whole weekend. How do y'all feel about ties in football? That's what today's podcast show is about. Can, can, <laughs> should the NFL allow you to finish in a tie? Should they? I feel like that's bad, man. It shouldn't. I watched a coach play for a tie yesterday. Uh, yes, and it was the team that I love and <laughs> cheer for. It makes it worse. Like, can high school finish in a tie? Because college, you can't. That's a good question. I don't think so, though. So, uh, why would you make the pros? And, and it's in a 10-minute quarter. Why not at least give them 15 minutes? Okay. That's hey, guys. <laughs> uh, I promise this is about fitness and life <laughs> and mentality. All right, Jared. Uh, today, man, we get to start another uh, series. Yes, sir. So, thank you guys for tuning in and, and dealing with us and uh, giving us feedback. I love when they are in the chat box just going oh, yeah. at it. So, love continue to do it. so, guys. Jared, are you going to – do you want to provide the title of the series and I do the episode title? Or do you want me to do the title of the series and you do the episode? The episode. Yeah, because it's the whole series of the episodes. It's called blank. But then this oh, specific okay. episode has a title. Which okay. one do you want? I'll do the series. All right, what you got? Series. So um, life, right? Everybody has their direction in life. And I think it's important for us to know that throughout life, sometimes things change. Absolutely. Right? And as things change, whether it's good, whether it's bad, in order for us to adapt to life, we have to make adjustments. Right? Mm -hmm. So, in every pillar in life. So, that's what this podcast is about. We want to not only talk ourselves through maybe some adjustments that we might have to make, but talk to you guys about some adjustments that we might see you have to make. So, uh, that's what it's all about. But I think... One of the big things we want to focus on is what we're talking about today because it's the, I think, one of the major pillars when mm. it comes to adjustments, and Absolutely. that is fear, 100% fear. And the thing that I think that a lot of us will be able to dissect today, whether it's something that you've seen before or never seen before, is Jared, Lisa, Vanessa, James, whoever, is fear always a bad thing? All right. So – I'd love to get Jared's perspective. I'd love to get my own insight, but also get your feedback down in the comment section. So that's what it's about, right? Yeah. Are you worth the freaking adjustment at the end of the day, you know, and how does fear dictate your thoughts? Jared, you start with it, right? Yeah. Fear. When when I say fear, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Is that relationship? Is that career? Is that Mental health, what, what is, when I say fear or somebody say fear, what's the first thing that comes to your attention? For me, fear is deterrent. Mm. That's what, that's the first thing. I'm not thinking, even though I know it's close to Halloween, I'm not thinking, oh, I'm scared to go in a haunted house. I'm thinking deterrent because I think fear is just that. It's something that, it's almost like a, a reason for you not to do something. Mm. Like, oh, snap. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little scared of that. It's a, I, so that's, for me, it's a deterrent. Wow. What about you? I think for me it's crazy. I don't, I don't think about being scared, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think about being terrified of anything. I'm more so thinking of failure, mm-hmm. of and not failure in everything, just specific things. Like I am 
sometimes I, I, I see fear as a father. Okay. Right. I see fear sometimes when I have to make a huge decision, not for me personally, but when it comes to a whole. So not necessarily being scared or terrified where I want to run, but more so when I hear fear for the like the initial thought is me being a dad or the initial thought of me making a decision for the beast mode games the night before. Okay. Right. So what about you guys? I'm curious what comes to you when you hear the term fear and look man we're all one big family so this is just a live section unless yep. somebody's replaying this and they want to do it in the comment section i would love to see in the live chat what are things that potentially come to your brain when you hear the word fear all right jared do you believe in fear i do um man we picked a good topic this is gonna be good this is a good topic so if y'all know me, y'all know, like, I'm big into just mindset coaching. Like, I love mm -hmm. the shaping of the mind, and this is just one of those big things for me. Yeah. So, today, I really hope we could hit on both sides, the fear as a bad thing and fear as a good thing. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'll say for now, I kind of want to focus on the the negative part of fear. I'm with you. And, uh, yeah, I think it's what, – what was your question? Is it a good thing? good thing what you say just good or bad or, but i like your direction so let's stay there so th we're on the good side the bad side the bad side bad all side. right uh then let's just go back and forward bad right what makes fear bad uh so i think of me driving down the street mm -hmm. and it's pitch black and a deer jumps out in, Ooh, in front of the car and you've heard the term deer in the headlights. Mm -hmm. So that stunning fear that stops you from doing anything. Yeah. I think that's when fear becomes bad. Mm. So <laughs> I had to think our last <laughs> podcast. We had to be careful because if we clap for some reason, the audio like go mute. So I, oh, yeah. I guess I can go back to clap. Yeah, we can clap okay. on this one. That's good, Jay, because I've been there. You know, I've I've been the deer in the headlight, and I think – Interesting, this might turn the whole podcast. No. <laughs> What's interesting is that when I make decisions for myself, personally, that's when I'm a deer in headlights. I won't move. But when I make decisions based upon a leadership role, mm -hmm. I would never, never, ever <laughs> just stop, right? Like, I'm going to wing it or whatever, right? Yeah. So, um, let's be, I'm going to be a little transparent about me freezing. Um, I think. One of the biggest things that I froze in life, what's a good one? I think I had a moment in life when my career didn't go to the place where I thought it was going to go, which is going to be a pro basketball player. Mm -hmm. So I only thought NBA. And then when I got to college, I was like, okay, I'm not at Duke or Texas, so yeah. I might have to go overseas to get to the NBA, <laughs> yeah. right? So it started adjusting, right? And then when that wasn't what I believe God called me to do, I froze. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to work. I became lazy. I didn't, I was frustrated. I was – I ain't going to say depressed at that time, but I definitely was at a place where I low-key didn't want to be around people that was doing great things. You know, I don't – Again, I get all of y'all are perfect, yeah. but it, it sucks when all your peers are smashing it and they're killing it and they're doing things that, that they want to do. And you like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing in life. <laughs> right? 
And I've been at a place where not that I didn't like them or I was jealous of them. It was just hard to be around so much success when I didn't know where or what success was going to look like for me. So that was my deer in a headlight moment. And I'm just so grateful that I'm not still there. Yeah. Um, So, Jared, hearing that, what would you tell the the 23-year-old Chris, you know, the the guy that thought the jump shot was going to provide all the things that it was supposed to provide for his family? What would you tell that person that's in a headlight, like, I'm stuck? I would tell you that I think the hardest part of making adjustments is understanding that what you did wasn't a waste. Like, hmm. all of those jump shots mattered. Like, they matter for what where you're headed. I like that. So, like, keep going. They I matter like for where you're headed. So, when you freeze because you're like, oh, crap, I can't take another jump shot. Like, what What were you taking jump shots for? What did wow. you get from taking those jump shots? Wow. And that's kind of the, the route I would try to push you down. Because that's what – that was the reality. Yeah. Because he's telling the truth, right? Every – so, weird workout, right? Mm-hmm. So, the one we did today is pretty tough, right? Yeah. But <laughs> the workouts for basketball – conditioning was a little bit different because conditioning is basketball it wasn't like like punishment was hey go run a mile under six minutes Mm -hmm. right go run a suicide sprint under 28 seconds like do a down and back sprint under nine seconds like that was like conditioning for punishment but when i went to go work out if you think uh inside the three-point line for i think high school at that time was uh 18 feet Okay. So 15 to 18 footers, I would make 20, not shoot 20, make make 20. 20 at the five spots inside. Then I would do the same thing on the outside at the three-point line. So I made 100 in, made 100 out. Then I did those same spots again, but I had to take one hard dribble going right, going left. So I'm making 200 in, 200 on the outside. So the average shooter in basketball, not that y'all asked, <laughs> if you shoot 50% from the field, that's considered pretty good. Yeah. So if I'm going to make 400, then I probably shot. 800 shots just on jump shots that's not counting the ball handling that's not counting um anything else that i've done in in that workout so what did that teach me now is the question it's mean green yeah right like those jump shots that sacrifice that consistency because the thing is it's, it's hard to shoot when you don't know you're gonna make it absolutely right think about that guys it's if I told you today you're going to show up to the gym, and when you show up to the gym, you're going to see 10 pounds off the scale, and you're going to see it in your face, and you're going to see it in your body, it would be easier to work out then. But the reality to it is you're going to work your butt off. It's going to be a hard workout. But guess what? You're not going to see a difference in your body at that <laughs> moment, right? And it's the same thing with those jump shots I took, yeah. right? Um, who would have thought years after that it would have created a brand? Yeah. And um, I think the way that you ordered that was genius. Jared question have you ever been stuck in that blind spot because it's cool for us to be like (laughs) on the flyout boxes with the mics and said oh jared said to do this so i just got to do this but i like want to be i want to connect with somebody today like have you ever been where you was like i'm stuck and i don't know how to move and what was that like if that was a time in your life yeah definitely but um you said something that resonated to me, and I kind of want to take it there. And it's kind of funny, actually. This is, this is how I feel in a house. When I'm, so I am I live by myself. Like, when I'm in a house by myself, I ain't going to lie. When I think about somebody breaking in, I'm like, oof, man, I don't want to break in. When I'm by myself. Yeah. Kind of nerve-wracking. Like, oh, snap. Right. I'm going to come in this house. But if I ever have anybody in the house with me, like sister, girlfriend, dog, whoever, I'm like, I wish somebody would break in this house. 
because mm. <laughs> it's like that protection mode. Mm. So it's kind of funny that she said, like, when it comes to you and your personal, you have some Different. fear. But when it comes to, like, family or, or the, the job, yeah, you're like, man, whatever. Right. So it's as a, as a guy, maybe I'm resonating with somebody. It's just that That's protection right. mode I think is pretty cool. But uh, for me, uh, just kind of transitioning this into me, like, before I came to train, I always talk about that time. I truly think I was depressed, yo. I ain't going to lie. Mm. Um, I was really at a crossroads. Like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't, like, my job. I knew I had to transition into another role. I just didn't know if that was the role I wanted to be in. So That's I hard. froze. Like, if y'all really <laughs> – I sat down, I think, and this is – I think I told somebody I didn't work out for, like, nine months. They were like, no way. Bro, I didn't work out for, like, nine months. I think I played video games for 10 hours a day like i just i didn't do anything because i didn't i was like i don't know yeah what move do i make is it gonna be the best move COVID, like yeah. i was just like ah. yeah so hmm. yeah that was that was definitely one of the times where i just didn't i didn't move like i was hmm. fearful of which direction to go I, I didn't know which way was right so instead of taking action i just froze hmm and I stayed where I, I guess you said you could say I was comfortable. So that that was definitely a time. But like I said, that was a time where I can look back at it and say, man, like I was depressed. Like I didn't know what to do, where to go. Yeah. But um, when I finally did decide to make action, I started making phone calls. So. Right up. <laughs> because right I mean, at some point you're gonna have to make an action. Yeah. Right. And I think if anybody connect with Jared with what he just said, thank you for sharing that. I think if anybody connect with you. Either they're still there or they made the adjustment, mm -hmm. right? Kind of going back to what the whole title of this whole series is. So I, I want to tell every single one of you, if you are in that mud, right, and it's hard to climb out, you already made the first step, baby. If you're listening to this show, if you're watching this podcast or listening to it, that's it. Because all it takes is one moment, one light bulb to come up yeah. above your head and for you to make that adjustment. Uh, what was that? What was the adjustment? <coughs> excuse me. What was the adjustment for you? Um, what was the phone call? What was the move? For me, uh, definitely, it was people around me speaking life into me. Because mm. <laughs> at that at that point in time, I not that I felt worthless, but it's like, man, like, do you, I mean, coming from my perspective, you gotta understand. Like, I I had all these aspirations to be a D1 athlete as well. ACL injuries kept taking me out. Then you know, didn't have the opportunity. Then I went to a school, and I was actually still a good football player. Like I, I was able to um, have a really good career there. Was able to go play professional indoor football. Like I had all these aspirations in football, and it was all working out for me. And then once it was done, it was done. So, and I, when I tell you, I worked my butt off just to even get there, just to even be able to say, "Hey, I play professional indoor football." Yeah. Like that was. I'm not gonna say it was a peak, but for football, it almost was for me. Yeah. Just because I had worked so hard to get there, and then once that was done, and I went to coaching things kind of started going downhill a little bit yeah because it's like i don't know like the the work had changed the it's different yeah things were just different so once i hit that point where football was almost no well at that point it was like okay football is probably no longer a part of your life yeah I was like, oh, what do i do now it's fair so it's i scare yeah so but um because of my journey in football because of the you know the hard work the persistence literally everybody around me was like bro you can do what you want to do just yeah. do it yeah and it was that constant conversation and people speaking life into you know the, the work ethic the the drive all of that kind of stuff like you can do this you can do this whatever you want to do just do it just do it 
and finally somebody said Boom. the right thing, kicked me in my butt, and I Boom. here I am. It's <laughs> awesome, man. It's awesome. <laughs> For so many, so many ways, it's okay. Let's go that direction because it's it's only fair for me to say this because Jared and I are athletes, right? Um, or we play, and whenever you stop playing a sport, it becomes a lot harder depending on the amount of time and years you spent. For example, if I played in kindergarten basketball and then I stopped in kindergarten, I might get <laughs> mad for a couple minutes, yeah. go pet my dog, go play PlayStation. I'm probably going to be all right after that. Yeah. You get to the seventh grade, you play and maybe you didn't make the team. Like, it sucks. Mom take you out for ice cream. You get over it. Yeah. You make it to ninth grade. Or imagine the – Every single person has played a varsity sport, and you didn't get to go play college. Like, everybody's been in that locker room if you played a sport and seen just everybody go into tears. And then you got the one or two. They they might be teary odd a little bit, but they kind of go in to play college. Year. <laughs> so they might be sad because they're not going to play in high school with their peers and sad that they're not playing no more, but they kind of go to the next level. Yeah. So that varsity player, they're, they're hurt. But after, like, going to a four-year college or going into a career, they kind of – Look at their glory days. Yeah. But then you go to college, and you play your freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year, and maybe you just had a good career, but you didn't get drafted. That's a different feeling. Okay, fast forward to Tom Brady. Maybe you played 20 years, and it's time <laughs> to let it go. He can't even. And he couldn't let it go. <laughs> Why? Because he's talking about that same attachment that we're talking about, which is fear. Yeah. Now, Tom Brady probably have different businesses set up. He probably have different avenues. He probably – Probably doing a lot of things that I, Jared and I wish we could do yeah. right now, right? But still, doesn't matter whether you're him or us or whatever position you're in, we all face that crossroad where you thought something was going to last longer than it was or you thought the direction was going to take place that you wanted to take, but it's actually another yeah. route. That's where we're at. And I think I would love to kind of just tell Usus or Bro that, you're more than what you think you are. Absolutely. And at that point, for me, I I know y'all probably like, Chris, basketball, sport. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's just how that eight-year relationship with your dude went, and then it didn't go that direction. Absolutely. And you're heartbroken, right? Or the career that you poured out into, and it just didn't go that direction. It's the same thing, right? So the thing is, is that you're more than that. Absolutely. You know, and I think – it's really not, I think, I know if you are surrounded with the right people to give you the right affirmations and tell you the truth that you are more than that, it puts you in a position to find growth. Absolutely. Jared, training-wise, we said this in a previous podcast, typically people come in, obviously, to lose weight or gain yeah. muscle, but we see so much more. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Training in the different facets from personal training to – uh, group training outdoors and indoors do you see that quite a bit where you see someone facing a fear but they won't move like they won't eat healthier or they won't stay consistent if they're working out what would you tell that person or first not even tell them let's talk about why they're potentially doing that um okay i like that uh as he said obviously the not eating right the not working out consistently, that's something. I've also seen the fear of 
I hurt myself three years ago, and I, I'm not going to do mm. X, Y, Z. So That's you're not getting better. That's uh, a real one. There's, there's a lot of fear that I just see on the floor, uh, outdoors, indoors, that I think it comes with you not being – this this is this is new for a lot of people, and that's something that even I'm coming to learn. Just because this was my home for mm. ten with ten plus years, weight room, right? So this is my home. So uh, I I'm personally getting a better grasp of a lot of people that are walking in here. They're they're new to my house. Right? Yeah. They, this is two they're two months in, yeah. so they don't have the same foundation that I have. So for me, trying to see people that are getting used to it, I see that they're not comfortable. It scares them. They're a little fearful of certain things. And I think that That's real. Um when it comes to consistently working out, if something scares you, man, it's easy to make an excuse not to do it. Yeah. It's super easy to make an excuse. Yeah. If you know, you stepped out on a curb and rolled your ankle, it's super easy to come in here and say, Hey, I can't squat anything. I you know, my ankle's messed up. Even though we're not messing with your ankle in a compromised position to where you can actually squat down. Right. You still have range of motion. Like, you can still, still do that. But I understand the fear because you're not comfortable in here. All yeah. you see is weight, and you think, nah, that's going to hurt. Yeah. That's like me going to uh, to go skydiving. Mm. And me think, oh, nah, that parachute's going to fail. Yeah. Even though for them, the failure rate is very low. Mm. So, like, that's what that's real. That's what I'm thinking that's as, well as far as, um, you know, people coming in. Like, if I were going to tell somebody that was fearful coming in of anything, one, you have to trust that the people – you you have to trust your coaches. Absolutely. You have to trust the person that you're that that is in charge at the moment. Yeah. And we have to one earn and we have to respect that that yeah. you trust us. Yeah. Um I like that. Can't trust everybody. And I, <laughs> I think too I think that's the beautiful thing about Yep. Insert, right? Advertisement. <laughs> that's what I really love about being green. Yeah. If you're here, it's not just because of movement you're here because you trust you love the empowerment and i think that's what whether it's been said or hopefully we can kind of maybe chat about that in the chat box down below have you ever or was you ever or are you in a position now where you need that person to empower you based upon what you can do versus what you can see or what you feel and um you know i was inspired today walking into the gym and seeing these guys go hard in the workout like hard like shirt off like <laughs> ac not on hard right and i'm like i got fired up i'm like oh, i can't wait to work out today yeah and i think and that was just by movement right now we also have uh an encouragement by sound mm -hmm. so i think that i would love for this community the podcast community because it's not just mean green that's listening and watching this right yeah. it's, it's it's a lot of others you know when you're in a position yeah, I like that. When you're in a position to be empowered and to be inspired, know know the worth of that. Yeah, go there too. Because it's like a woman or a guy dating a woman or a guy, and then you go through a breakup, mm -hmm. and then you work your butt off becoming the best version of you. And then everything you work for when you meet that next person, you let go because you start dating again. Like, you got to, like, own and value <laughs> what you just been through. Because yeah. we've all been there, not just relationship-wise. It's it's career-wise. Yeah. Like, it's easy for Jared to train 150 people on his umbrella, and then when he get 250 people, like, 
you know what it took to get there. Why stop doing the things that got you there? Exactly. All right. Same thing in our marriage or being a father or whatever it may be. Um, Jerry, I think it would be awesome. I'm going to throw this number out, and this number is so unfair for us to just throw it out there. I would love for you to think of you being in the headlights okay. that you mentioned as well as myself. Let's give them five steps or principles to get out the mud, and then we'll go to the other side of fear. Okay. So we got to give them – we're going to give you all – we did not write this out. <laughs> we're going to give you five principles, and this is out of a transparency. We're not perfect Mm-mm. by any means. We're just going to tell you what we did and what we've seen other people do to get out the mud. We'll give you all five of them. All right. It was an unfair number, right? <laughs> I don't even know why. I think it was my sophomore number, sophomore jersey number, since we're talking sports today. All right, who's first? You and me. I'll go I'll go first. All right, what you got? I say one. Uh and this kind of goes into mental, but breathe. 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 Uh if you ever listen to somebody that talks about meditation, anything like that, it's literally for mental clarity. So if you're in a position where you're stumped, breathe. Just take a second, breathe to clear your mind to think about it. Because honestly, if your mind is jumbled, that's gonna that's that's, that's right. gonna make it even harder to take that take a step or to move because Everything is your haywire. Right. So try to breathe. I like That's my that. first step. And I can I consider that like processing. Yeah. Responding, not reacting. After I'm breathing and I have that clarity, I think my next step would be go where you're empowered. You know, for some it's church. For others it's your best friend. For others it's the park and the sun. For others it's the library to read. Go where you're in power. Go where you feel great. Go where you feel like you can be consistent at. And um, I think that would be my second one. Go where it empowers you. All right. Three. I got you. What you got? Three for me would be to listen. Mm. Listen. I think that uh, Mm. it's kind of based along what I was saying, guys. I I got empowered by what people were telling me. I was was listening. I'm not saying listen to everything. But you can start taking away some things that yeah. are going to help guide you to the decisions you need to make, to the moves you need to make, whatever it is that's that's stump, that's holding you in that that fearful spot. Yeah. So I was like, listen. You know, we've been on this podcast show, this specific episode, we've been very mellow and kubanya yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm about to change it. Oh. <laughs> I'm about to change it. Oh, let's go. You know why I like that one so much? Listen. Because some of us are in a position, including myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm stepping back. I'm changing my whole body. <laughs> some of us in a position because we talk too much. Yeah. We want to tell er- If you ever train with me in the, in, <laughs> in the future, all right? I know I don't train as much. But if you come to me telling me you lost 50 pounds, or excuse me, you're 50 pounds plus, mm-hmm. and your health report is not where you want it to be, and you're not in a good mental space, and I start telling you, like, all right, let's start this. You start telling me everything that worked. Well, I need to do this, and this is what I do, and this is what I should be doing. And it, No, 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 no. Like, stop talking. Shut up. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Absolutely. Listen. All right? So, like, uh, again, uh, Jared has seen me in a different uh, couple <laughs> Like, it, it, it shuts me off when I'm trying to help somebody do something they've never done, and they want to tell me everything that they, they're doing. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> All right? And, um... I think, honestly, guys, it's, it's no horn to be tooted. But if I was to give Chris, speaking in third person myself, if I was to give myself 
an award, I would give the award of I'm a great listener. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm a whether I just met you and you're nine year old, mm-hmm. I'm gonna listen, right? And especially don't let me if I think that you're about to tell me something that I've never learned before, like I'm on the <laughs> edge of my seat. I'm trying to I'm trying to treat you. <laughs> it's so valuable to learn and hear something that you've never heard or listened to. Okay. So uh getting to Listen. <laughs> okay, we can go back to Kumbaya. All right. <laughs> All right. Where are we at? Number four? Number four. Who's it on? You. Is it on me? Mm-hmm. I feel like I just shut up. I was, I was listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> you was listening. All right, hold on. Okay. All right, back up. Breathe. Breathe. Go where empowers you. Listen. Listen. My next step would be in that order, implement. All right. It's, 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 it's one thing hearing, but it's another thing doing. Yeah. And I think that I'm not going to even go scripture based, but it, it's important to not just be a hearer, but also to be a doer. Yeah. And um, and it don't have to be this massive step. Mm-hmm. All right. I think one of the, the one of the most dopest things I've told somebody in the fitness industry when um, as, as, a, as a person that I was able to train, they wanted to lose, I think, almost 150, 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. I told them to go to the mailbox once a day. Nice. Just go check your mail. And it was the start of them losing 200 pounds. But I think we get so caught into the 157th pound. Like, no, <laughs> we got to get to the first one, right? We got to get to the, the mindset of doing something consistently. We got to get to the mindset of achieving something that you set up to do that day. We got to get to the mindset of believing in yourself that you can actually get out the bed and get to the mailbox. So it's really important to me to implement because I think if you become great at one, you become great at many. If you become great at implementing one thing, you become great at implementing multiple things. If you know how to organize one thing, you're better at organizing multiple things. So my next step after uh, listening will be to implement something. Love it. Number five, bring it home, Jay. Number five, I think this will take us into our next segment, too. Hey! Trust. Oh, trust. trust. You have to trust that what's on the other side of that fear is worth it. If you don't, you won't move. <laughs> it's back. <laughs> Dang, that's good. Uh, if you remember okay. what you said, could you repeat it again? Yes, you have to trust that what's on the other side of that fear is worth it. You... Uh, I feel like that's a Will Smith trust. line, though. It might be, but I'm <laughs> definitely quoting you. You have to trust what's on the other side of your fear. Oh. oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> if y'all see this, I don't know where I would put it. Oh, it's still blurry. It's like, oh, you still in focus. That's why. <laughs> all right it's just not gonna show but uh, it's there in my phone yeah i like that jay for every reason um because trust trust is in a lot of different things you got trust in yourself mm-hmm. you got trust in the person that you may be learning from here's a big one that i know a lot of motivational speakers and people like to use on the instagram you got to trust the process yeah like it's so many different things that that you're going to have to trust. But uh, ultimately, man, I think, again, to get to the other side, man, it's, it's, it's so cool the way we came up with them five steps. There's <laughs> no way you – yeah, I don't, I don't even like saying never, but there's no way you could n- – yeah, there's no way you're, you're getting to the other side without those things. 
Mm-mm. I've never done it. I'm not saying you can't because I haven't, but man, that's I just couldn't imagine not processing things. I couldn't imagine not listening. I couldn't imagine not being in a place that empowers you. I couldn't imagine um, not implementing. I couldn't yeah. imagine not trusting. Like, what is life without that? Yeah, absolutely. What would your weekend, Jared? What, what could, what would have you done this weekend without those five things? I'm not even talking about fear now. I'm just talking about life. I mean, one of the biggest parts of that is implementing. So if I didn't implement anything, I'm nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing, nothing. 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 You you went painting this past weekend. Was that this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Watch some football. Yeah. Went to church. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else you did. Uh, you trained. Yeah. Private group training. Yeah. Like, how do you do that without listening? How do you do that without? I just, I, I just, I love it, man. I, I, I want, <laughs> I want us to take that away today. You know, if you don't hear nothing else that Jared and I said, man, um, write those things down. I'm curious if anybody wrote that down in the chat box. If Money Dame is on, he's, he'll probably write it down. Or if he have it, he's gonna be like, oh crap, <laughs> right now. <laughs> Uh, again, step one, you remember? Yeah, step one was breathe. Two, two was uh, process. Two was uh, breathe. Go to a place that empowers you. Empowerment. Go to a place that empowers you. Three, Three was listen. Four was implement. Five, trust. Trust. Yeah, that's solid. So we talked about fear, right? Yep. Um, overall, guys, uh, I like the acronym fear, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, false evidence appearing real. It's an illusion, right? It's a thought. It's a dream. It may be something that you never even ever see in your life, but we can't allow that to detour us from going forward. There are so many things that I want to do in my life, Jared, mm-hmm. that I have to do it. And, um, you know, has fear ever played a role to limit me? Yes, it has. But every day I wake up, that's my goal, to not allow that to win. Yeah. So to speak life into you and to myself, for those that are listening, Fear has no control over us. Fear has no control over our thoughts no more. Fear don't have control over our action no more. Fear has no control over our vision no more. Fear has no control over our thoughts, over our family, over anything that we touch. Fear has no authority. Y'all agree? If y'all agree, say amen down below. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) So that's dope. All right, Jay. So we talked about the negative. The negative. This is going to sound really weird. How does fear actually benefit you? Or how could that be positive? What do you think? I think that, I think, can we all agree that life requires change? I do. Life requires change. And I think change brings about, let's say this, the right amount of change brings fear because it comes. Big. Big changes, buying a new gym, getting a promotion, losing 30 pounds, all of that brings the fear of what we call the unknown, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But it's the fear of the unknown that means you're changing enough. Yeah. So I think if it is obviously going to 10x a little bit here. If the change you're trying to make doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. I stood up. (laughs) 
That's what it boils down this to. This boy been dropping them today. <laughs> Somebody put some diamonds down, some gems down below. God, please. Yo. Yo. That's so real, though, bro. That's real. Dang. I'm just thinking. Hold on, guys. I know I'm on the podcast. <laughs> but, no, man, I think that's uh, – that's very important to me personally because that that's been my life, yeah. especially over the past year. Yeah, things have scared the hell out of me, and hopefully in this past year, things have scared the hell out of you. But yeah. it's not that's not a bad thing. Yeah, it's not a bad thing to be scared of somebody treating you right. Like, oh crap, I get they treat me right. Do I do that's I real. give them time of day now? That's real. Are, are they gonna hurt me? That's real. It's valid thoughts. Uh, losing forty pounds, like oh snap, is this the right gym? Is this the gym that's gonna get me there? Yeah. Uh, am I gonna be able to stick? Like that fear is good. Yeah. Like it's not bad fear. It's, yeah. It's good to have those thoughts, those processing thoughts, but yeah. they That's need to drive you instead of bringing you back. Right. Because we talked about obviously the negative side of fear. Yeah. So this segment, we're not saying everybody, you should be fearful of life. We're not saying <laughs> that. Just this portion, we're saying how fear can actually benefit. Yeah. You. Absolutely. Jared, I thought that was well said because. It's just for so many reasons, for me specifically, man, it's like I have this this thirst inside of me where I just want to be the best every day I wake up. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know what player said it, and I put it in my own words. I never wanted to compete to be the better player against the opposing team every time I stepped on the court. Mm-hmm. My goal every day to get on the court was to be better than I was yesterday and be better than whoever Chris can possibly be that day. Yeah. And I felt that was that rhythm that made me work harder. Because if I would compete against the Hulk, the Hulk might come in on Monday and he don't want to put in the work. And that, that doesn't get me better, right? So that was always my philosophy. But, man, I think the thing that everybody has to – not everybody. I would love to see some more insight because it's exciting to see who has not made bigger dreams because of fear. Like that struck me when he said that. Like I, I, I know, I know those principles. Like I, I know that. But right now in this season in 2022, I think sometimes I call it the mini me. It's uh-huh. a, a book by T. Harv Eker I read called uh, Secrets of. Uh, I tell you another time. But anywho, he talks about being a mini me, and you have these mini me thoughts when they come up. Like, mm-hmm. man, I wish I can train ten people in a group one day. Like that's a mini me thought. Yeah. Like figure out how to do that from a platform of training. 100,000 people, right? Absolutely. Right, Because 10 people will, okay, well, if I can just go to the park, and then if I can be creative enough to create a cool workout, then I can get 10 people. But thinking to train 100,000 people is like, okay, I may need to get 1,000 great trainers and blah, 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 blah. It's just a different visual, yeah. different picture. But um, I guess I went off on that little rampage because I, I've been having many, me thoughts, I would say, in the last – week or two mm-hmm. and i gotta change that starting today it's done so done done anybody even have many me thoughts definitely i think we all do man i think we all do i think we all what do you have the little mm-hmm. little shoulder what do you call them i don't even know what you call angel them. devil angel thing devil, yeah yeah me thoughts you can do this no you can't you can do this no you can't I want people to see this for those that work out specifically, all right, because that goes with everything in life, what you just said. But specifically, 
when you when you're talking about creating we're going into the fourth quarter of 2022 mm-hmm. depending on when you're hearing this um like what can really just change if you make that adjustment jay like just think about that like if in four months let's say you have this mentality that eating healthy or eating clean is it tastes bad excuse mm-hmm. me or it's boring or or it's dry like what it, what if healthy food clean food actually is seasoned very well <laughs> like what if it actually tastes well what if it actually fuels your body and you're living versus just existing or being mm-hmm. sluggish like what if you make that adjustment you know what i mean based upon your perspective yeah right versus what the way you grew up because if you tell me those things 30 years ooh, 10, <laughs> 10 years ago <laughs> i'm only 18 guys um you told me those things years ago i'm curious on, i don't know the younger chris wouldn't have saw that i wasn't mature enough so for working out man four months from now jay what can change in somebody's body and health and the the world and it, it all comes down to those small changes I, I truly believe that i told myself this morning i was waking up five minutes earlier that's a small that's change but changes I I think that a small change like that actually affects your entire day. Mm. So if you tell yourself, I'm making a small change in my diet, that could change your entire day. Word. Word. (laughs) Word. You know what? Um, So fear, it's it's still an illusion, Mm -hmm. right? But what if the illusion makes you better? You know, um, I heard this thing about Michael Jordan when I watched a documentary on Netflix. He said it was a guy he was interviewing. The guy had he was like a first, second year player. Nobody knew who he was. He mm-hmm. had like thirty seven. And Jordan, they told the story how Jordan got pissed and he began to like he was like eager to play that guy again. And the more of the story not to go into a longer story than what I need to go into <laughs> was that it never even took place. They said Jordan created this illusion that this guy was talking crazy to him and was the guy was like, I never even did these things to him. And Jordan <laughs> went off, like, just went bananas the next time he played. But they said Mike would do those things. He would create these illusions to get him going. Because, you know, the NBA schedule can be really brutal. Yeah. So he would create these things mentally. And I think if you be honest, like, I'm going to say, I'm going to give him an example for me. But I'm curious if anybody has ever made an illusion for them to implement. Because I, I do it all the time. <laughs> Work out near me. You will hear me. Like, like, get on a podcast show before we start. You will hear me. Like, I mean, I do these weird things, Jay. Like, I, I today's work, I haven't did it yet. But when I do it, I'll probably, what is it, the 15 minutes, especially that portion? No, yeah. the, the, seven, the rower. The rower. <laughs> I'll probably be, yeah, the rower. I will probably be in a class, uh, a pack class, and I'll be like, I can't be the trainer that don't get this done. Yeah. I know they're watching me to see if I'm actually going to get this done. I have to get to 750 meters because if I stop at 750, 740 meters, Alex or Christian may walk by and actually see that I didn't do it. Like, I tell myself these things. And the truth is, everybody else is probably really tired. Not they, even they don't care about Chris being in the class. They're not going to really walk by the rower. But I, I create these illusions and these thoughts to help me implement because it encouraged me. So, and that's in a healthy manner. Yeah. All right? I don't yeah. do that in a – in an unhealthy manner. Um, have you ever created illusions now that I said that weird thing Man, that I do? That's how I worked out. That, really? That's how I train during football season. 
when I was when I was playing for heck, even now sometimes I'll do it, but no. If if I'm dog tired and I'm you know, we're doing box jumps or something, that this box jump, I'm I'm thinking, Oh, this is the fourth quarter, we're down six, they throw me a jump ball, you gotta go get it. <laughs> like that's that's I, that's how I gave myself the energy, the the mindset to give max effort Absolutely. when I was dog tired. Absolutely. And that's literally I would create that at the end of every workout. Right. I would create a scenario in my head where I, I needed to be successful even though I was as tired as I was, about to pass out. No, you got to get up. You got to run 30 more yards. Like, mm. that's, I think everybody mm. should have some of that in them. That's what winners do. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Jared Mike. You know what I mean? They're they telling us the game, right? That's what winners do. And I'm not saying be weird by no. any means, guys, but I am saying – if you go back to what we're talking about with fear, you have a side that that cripple and handicap you or limit you, right? And we're acknowledging that. But then there's a side where fear can actually feel, uh, feel you. Yeah. You know, uh, me being a dad is like everything right now. Like, I just don't believe in me not being a great dad, right? But what I'm saying is, if you listen to the words that I'm saying, <laughs> I am scared. And I'm terrified of being a horrible dad. Yeah. Like, so check this out. I grew up in a household, or back up, I'm one of the few of the percentage that grew up with a great dad. Very true. Right? To be really transparent, like, in my neighborhood, it wasn't a lot of people that grew up with their dad. I'm not saying, even better yet, I had my mother and my dad in the same household. So I'm, I'm a part of the really, really small percentage of people. Yeah. So you got to understand this. There are people that grew up without their father, and they're like, "Yo, I gotta be a, a great dad. Like that. Like, like I can't be like that." My side is different. My side is like, I had a great dad. I gotta bring the A game. Like my dad, if not, be better. Yeah. So like for me, when I think of the twins, it's like, dude, I don't know nothing about baseball. Yeah. But I'm not gonna send them on the field and not have a coach when they ask, "Hey, Mr. Green, will you coach your sons?" Like, oh. I don't know nothing about baseball. James, I'm over here like they they rolling the ball out. I see the other coach talking about you got to feel it, an alligator, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> true story. So, when I got, I got on the field, I'm like, all right, guys, we're going to work on mitten. Because I think that they said mitten. And I was like, today we're going to do the alligator. It's like, coach, what's the alligator? When the ball comes in, you got to glove it and you got to alligator. <laughs> like I did it before. You know, like I'm terrified out there because yeah. I have 9, 11 kids that believe in me to teach them baseball. And I don't know really anything about baseball. But I know everything about being scared of not being a great father. Yeah. I, I'm going to be there. There's nothing that's going to stop me from being a great father. That's real, bro. And um, fear does that. So, yes, fear can fuel you. That's real. I think fear fuels me. And <laughs> it's the alligator dog. <laughs> <Get a laughs> I'm sorry. What you going to uh, say? I'm going to say I think fear fuels me in relationships. Mm. And it, it it popped in my head when you talked about a mother and a father in a household. Like that takes so much hard work. It's hard work. Bro. Like that, I know. I don't. I obviously I haven't done it. I don't know how much or what they've been through. How how yeah. they made it work. But I just from. I don't know the exact number on a divorce rate in the United States, but I know it's Huge. ridiculous. I know it's Huge. ridiculous. And I know there aren't a lot of first marriage households that have made it. And for me, like that scares me. Yeah. I don't want to have kids with somebody I'm not married to and can't stay with. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just me being real with y'all. Like, I don't want to 
stepdad, stepmom situation. I don't want to have to, you know, raise a kid from afar or anything like that. That's that genuinely, that's a fear for me. But that also fuels me in relationships now because, like, we got to work. Yeah, straight up. We got to work. I love it. And for me, like, I'm (laughs) the the fear that drives is I'm gonna do what it takes for it for it to work. Absolutely. No ifs ands buts. Is it going to work? I don't know. Scared as hell? Yes. Yeah. But I <laughs> got to make it happen. I love it. <laughs> I love it. You know, fear, on this side of fear, it's, I can think of so many things that I've done or I've been a part of seeing other people do when fear has made them where they're the best version of them. Yeah. And I love it. Somebody is sitting there like, yo, I hear what y'all saying, <laughs> but I've never allowed that to fuel me the way that it's fueled you guys. And uh, we gave them five ways of how to get out the mud with fear. Let's give them five things to acknowledge or be aware of how that can fuel them to go to X, Y, Z. You go first or me? You start this. Okay, let me think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, I think number one, I said this a, a couple weeks ago. Don't take sh- personal. I think we were talking about um, how to control the flame. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you can't take everything personal. Yeah. you know. And, and I talked about the different relationships you have. I think on this one, I'm going to go the opposite way. Take it personal. You know, uh, when it comes to fear, whatever that fear is, whatever that Goliath is, mm-hmm. it's trying to destroy you. Take that sh- personal, you know. Like Jared said earlier, I w- if, if he in the house with somebody, yeah, what? Like that's personal. You coming in my? You coming in my space? Coming in my family? <laughs> oh, it's either me or you. <laughs> exactly. So, like my number one step, man. If you if you want to make that adjustment to allow fear to fuel you, you take it personal, straight up. Like I used to do bench press, and every school that that was on conversation with me, out of the eight. Um, two end up giving me an offer, but six of them didn't. They got another player. I'm bench pressing. And I'm calling the name of the school out. Seriously, <laughs> absolutely. I'm, I'm Rice. They were one <laughs> of the schools, right? Um, Texas, uh, uh, Louisiana Tech. I was starting naming every rep yeah. of the schools that didn't give me that scholarship, absolutely. and I used that. I took that personal. So my number one, take it personal. Take it personal. Number two, go to the gas station. Ooh. <laughs> Get that gas. That's good. So what you just said, it fuels you, right? Mm-hmm. Fear fuels you. When y'all run out of gas, what do you do? Get Go to more. the gas station, right? Get more gas. You, get, you refill yourself. So the whole point of this is move towards what fuels you. If that's what fuels you, if if whatever that fear is, if going and talking about a promotion, whatever that fear is, yeah. if that's what scares you, go towards it because obviously that's where you need to be headed. Go towards your fear. I like that. Personal. Go towards it. My third would be practice doesn't make perfect, but practice does make you better. Practice makes you better. I like that. And I think number three for me would be practice because um, practice is, is in a couple formats, so I'll go with two. Practice on the craft that you want to get better at mm-hmm. and also know that practice is a it's a behavior. You know, I think people – 
if you ever listen to the thing of Allen Iverson, he wasn't necessarily saying that he didn't want to practice. He was basically saying that there were so many other things going on in his life, and the thing that they wanted to illustrate and point out was his effort or his attendance in practice. Mm-hmm. So obviously the media does what the media does. But the reason why I'm saying that is because we, the gym, it's a lot of hours you're going to log. Yeah. Like, I don't know why people have this, the mindset that, hey, I want to lose 10 pounds, so I'm going to show up for three weeks and I'm good. No, it's th- there's a lot of hours that, that's going to take place to lose 10 pounds. Same thing with nutrition, to mm-hmm. fuel your body. The same thing, like, not that you ever went through this, but I've been through a breakup. When you go through a breakup, you don't get over that the next minute. Mm. That's, that's, you're going to have to practice some things to get over a breakup, right? You're going to have to – if anybody ever started a business, like, it doesn't turn abundant the next day. Yeah. There are some practices that you're going to have to do. So, man, just just know that there are some hours of practice that you're going to have to produce. I like that in terms of what you talked about. You said whenever you like, on a rower today, like, people, people around you in your head – you're thinking, oh, they watching me. Oh, I can't be yeah. the trainer that does X, Y, Z. And you're practicing that mentality. You're practicing that mindset. So if you do get to a point, let's say you're doing the Beast Mode games, when people are actually watching you, mm. when people do actually have their eyes on you, you've been practicing been like that the whole that. time. Yeah. Been there, done that. So it, it, I, I love that practice. I like it. Uh, number four. Four. Man, what are those things called on a ladder? Ladder. What is the things called? A ladder. Yeah, Steps. that could be climbing a ladder. Iron. Is it a step? It's Take called it. a something. Maybe James, no. I think he, I think he's owned out. <laughs> um, but either way. Those things. Yeah, those things. I I was going to say take it step by step but with the ladder as a reference, but you get my point. If okay. we're climbing up towards that, you know, towards whatever that fear pillar is, take it step by step as you're going through it. And that's the, that's dope. That's the one thing that I would say. You got One, you have to move, which is the first thing I mentioned. Two, you're not you're not leaping towards it. You're not like take it yeah. one step at a time. And what whatever those steps are for you. For me, uh what made this, you know, the positive side of me getting out of the stuff was just making a phone call. Mm. That was step one. Step two, I started writing stuff out. Step three, I started asking for confirmation. Yeah. Step four, you know, then if if we just went from step one to step five, hey, I'm moving home. Yeah. Like that's a big leap. Exactly. But that wouldn't have happened without those other steps. I so like make sure that. you guys take steps. I love it. That was four. four. Take us home. So we had boom. Then we went to two. Two was remind me. <laughs> we forgot that that quick. <laughs> one. We're talking. Uh okay, back up. So I said take that, it personal. Uh, taking it personal. Two, move towards your fear. Right. Number three, practice. Four, step by step. Step by step. Saying those in that order, I'm going to my darkest place, my darkest moment of fear. Um, For the positive when it fuels you. My three darkest places, man, was my mother just my mother. I use that one. To allow fear in that moment to fuel me. Shout out to my guy, D. Crite. Y'all need to get his shirt. He has a shirt that says faith over fear. That's it. Um, in that moment, I had to allow 
every effort of my being to work towards something that I've never seen in my life to produce something that I desired. In that moment, it wasn't to have pecs or a bicep. In that moment, it was like, how do I survive as a human? So I was trying to work towards something that I've never worked before. But creating that vision of what I wanted to look like. I wanted my I wanted to see me with peace and joy, happiness. I wanted to see myself around my family and friends again. I couldn't physically see it at that time. Mm-hmm. However, I worked based upon what I believe, not what I can physically see. And the reason why I'm pouring that out and trying to connect, I know that was a really extreme example, but somebody saying, yo, Chris, Jared, I'm trying to lose 50 pounds. I've never been 50 pounds less than what I am. I'm asking you to have faith over fear today, sis. Same thing for the person that says I've never started my own business. I'm not asking you to have a business that made $10 million before to start a new one. I'm asking you to work based upon what you believe, right? That's that's life in itself. So that that fear of not allowing, if you change that formula, if fear is greater than your faith, Huh? Right. It stops, you. it stops you. You're limited. You don't see the things that you truly desire. However, if faith is over fear, golly, literally the sky is the limit. <laughs> Straight up. What I love about the fact that you ended with that is we ended the first part with trust. Yeah. Trust, faith over fear. It's like That's it. That's the formula. T-shirt. <laughs> T-shirt. 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 Love that, man. Um, man, I think that's a wrap. Yeah. That was solid. That was solid. That was solid. Yeah. I'm I'm proud of this one. Probably Guys, uh, episode number one. Episode number two, we're not gonna tell them. No. They just got they just gotta they just gotta tune in. Yep. So hey, do us a favor though. This this means the world to us when when you guys take snippets or whatnot, a lot of you several of you would inbox us and give us explanation. But and Jared can agree or disagree. So I'm gonna go on a limb and say Chris says this and feels his way. I want this channel, I want this voice between Jerry and I and the guests that we have to be a vibrant, growing thing for our world. And the way that happens, I know it may not seem like a big thing, but to me, man, when y'all just reshare a clip or if you have a favorite part and you take a snippet and you then repost it. Even if you disagree. Even if you disagree. Tag us. Like, like we'd love to see it, man. And uh, I just think that's – that's just a way that we can, again, spread the gospel. Absolutely. If, if you guys can do that, that would mean the world. And we absolutely love love talking uh, with you guys, talking amongst each other. Um, this is episode one of five when we're talking about. I got through all. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. We're talking about our whole series. Yeah. We're talking about adjustment. Adjustment. Well, I got thrown off because Jason sat right in front of us. <laughs> it was a smile for me. It's just. <laughs> So, just, he, he so Jason's right behind the camera, guys. He did like this. <laughs> then he like threw me off, dog. I didn't know what to say. Or do. But this episode series, one of five of adjustments. Adjustments, right? So. right? Yeah. So you ready to get out? Yes, sir. All right, guys. Hey, we love you guys. Can't wait to see you. And y'all take care. Stay blessed. Yup. Yeah.